because BP-8. Because 3PO dies. Right, BP or like BB-8? 3PO, BB-8, R2-D2. Smack. <laughs> oh, hold up. Oh, is that you? <laughs> I was no. like, no. No, you are not, you are not getting no. away with the only part of that franchise that matters. The only part of the sequel trilogy that matters is BB-8. You will not get away with that. That's a good wink. I felt like it was a really strong wink coming out of my <laughs> left eye. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You should have turned a little quarter turn. Because I caught it. We both no, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> like, we, like, I thought we, we already did do a Star Wars one, at least, in the we official did. Mac-up. Or so Smack we've episode, done... I don't remember who it was. If I remember right, we did Han. Oh, Vader. No, no actually, because we had, no, we had no, to find a villain one too. We did the Sith Lords. Yeah. We did Han, Leia, and Luke. Luke. Okay. Oh, and we, we also right. did Finn, Ray, and Poe. So our okay. next option is going to be probably Obi Wan, Anakin, and Padme. Or. <laughs> oh, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. <laughs> well, we, we can save that for the end. First of all, you kill Padme. Um, Wait, what? Oh, Padme. Okay. I because here's anyone the that doesn't doesn't I, have a will to live doesn't. <laughs> never mind. Okay, on, that was on. just bad writing. Okay, we're not recording yet. So that let's was, save actually, it. Actually, we are. It's okay. That was, but we haven't done anything to explain. That was bad writing. Perhaps should we save this for after the intro? Is all I'm saying. Oh well, no. But remember, we like to keep it going. Okay, well, well we, this this is okay. We, we will like a quick version. Good please. morning, dear viewers. Can you guess what the topic is going to be about today? Another no, episode yeah, of Semi Bookish. This is a special Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with you. Do it. Do it. Oh, it will be May the Fourth, won't yes. it? Oh, yeah. That's why we're doing this. Yes, I took that day off. Well, it might be May the third when this posts, but close enough. Actually, I do work that day, but I am fully wearing a May the Fourth be with you shirt. Um, library, you know, book-related shirts yeah. be darned. I am wearing my Star Wars shirt. I mean, I already it's Tuesday. I mean, you put a cardigan Tuesday. over it, it's a library outfit, right? Exactly. Right? Oh my and your glasses God. are I <laughs> It's not a cardigan, it's a jacket, it's stylish. I do want to give a shout out to Anthony to my right, Star Wars 77 shirt, and the vile imperial scum oh to my, my left. <laughs> It's not my fault that they have cooler symbols and stuff. <laughs> um, duh, it's literally the Empire. They're capitalist. They can afford better That's true. <laughs> but the, the, the Rebel logo, uh, the, if you go on the Force Unleashed video game series, um, yes. was it Galen Merrick was the family name, but they used his family crest as the little Lord de Lee-ish... Are those okay? You're doing too much. I okay. played the game. Oh, okay. I didn't read the novelization. I just played the game. Well, at the end of the it. game, when when the character quote unquote dies at the end of the game, spoiler do alert! Do not do that to people. I don't even. Know I don't. The game's like twenty years old. So y'all, there's a Force Unleashed two. You should play it. Yeah, there's a really cool little old man. You, you didn't see the air quotes. I was like, dies. Um, um, but they make a little point of um, this is all spoilers. Leia's characters at the end of the game, point, and they so unveil oh, yeah. the rebellion. Yes, yes, yes. That was cool. So like, it has a cool story. It yeah, has a neat role. I agree, except that it's not technically. Can you hear the wind whistling over my head right anymore. now? Can I uncover my ears for video game spoilers? Oh, I'm sorry. You need to play those. If you they I are will. Very good. I, I don't actually care for the games as much as I do actually the, the story and the games. I just the gameplay itself did not. Gel with me. Like, I never loved. I love the games. I love the story contribution. Okay. It was cool at the time with the physics and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The The force abilities were pretty crispy. I haven't played it in a while. Listen. What year did this come out? It was a long time ago, but Jedi Fallen Order tried in their life to do this and they failed, which made me even angrier, which is why I played Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2 angrily for a couple of days. Because I can do that now because I've played that game too many times. 2008. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's still The sequel really came out in 2010. It's still really good, which is mm. why I own them. Okay. We're going to move on a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> let's let's get it out of the way, because this is one of my favorite little things, because I like jot down notes and what we're all reading. Um, oh, sorry. He said favorite things. And I just Imperial did. scum. Would you like to yeah. go first? <laughs> Lord Ish. Does this mean Lord Ish? Grand Moff Ish. Oh, Lord Ish. I don't know if I Sith Lord Ish. Why do I have to do all the work here? <laughs> You're prepared. I'm. I'm. I'm channeling James Earl Jones. Oh, rude. Not bad. That's that's good, even though technically he's from Detroit. But that's okay. He went to U of M. Okay, well, there you go. It's Darth Ish's turn, y'all. Okay. <laughs> go, go. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I finished the 100,000 Kingdoms. I give it. Yes! 
give it a strong 7.5. Oh! oh 7.5 is a good score. It not is yet. It's well above average, I'd say. N.K. Jemison is well above hey, average? We'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. But okay. I, 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 really, I really liked it. Good. Okay. okay. Good. But currently, I'm reading On My Way to Paradise by Dave Wolverton, otherwise known as David Farland, I yes. think. Yes. Mm-hmm. When he writes fantasy. Um, it is a very interesting kind of... When I first saw it, I thought it was going to be like military sci-fi, which my interest level was... In the below, it's yeah. below the floor. Below the floor, but it's re- it's it's more philosophical than that, I think. Yeah, that's it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I will say, it's cool in that there, are, it's almost completely non-white characters, but I will say oh. some of the cultural depictions did not age well. Um, oh, that's Dave Wolverton. Other than other than that, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's uh, I'm it, it, it's fun. Fun fact about Dave Wolverton, he wrote two Star Wars novels, one of which I've read many times, one of which I have never picked up. Uh, The first one is the first book in the Jedi Apprentice series, in which we follow a young Obi-Wan on his path to be a Jedi. Mm -hmm. He he did a great job introducing the character, and I'm glad he didn't continue with him, because Jude Watson is my queen. Also, he wrote The Courtship of Princess Leia, which was one of the, like, top-tier must read Star Wars novels of all time. It's probably why I never read it. Anyway, Jen, what are you reading? I am rereading Rachel Hawkins' Royals book, which is what if your sister is basically Kate Middleton, but you are a 17-year-old Floridian who gets thrown into this. Love it. I like that. That's cute. It's very fun. There's a sequel. It's lesbians. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> I do want to throw out there for your benefit too. I this morning I was walking the dogs in from their morning walk, and all of a sudden I heard a few words of dialogue from Aaron's audiobook. I'm like, Bing! is that red, white, royal, blue? <laughs> Good. I figured you'd be happy to know that yes. the love is spreading. Good. Oh, as well. As I mean, spread. it has spread to the New York Times bestseller list. The love is well out there, but <laughs> okay, yes, but we all know that a book can ascend even further. Always, you know. You say like you've read it? I'm saying <laughs> like I know books can do. A book can go from being a bestseller to an international success to a blockbuster to a movie adaptation to a timeless work that people read decades later. To canon. Yeah. There. That's all I'm saying. We need to create a virtual chalkboard so when anyone looks like briefly like they their face tenses, like they're getting ready for a fight, popcorn worthy moment or astral projection, like two columns, virtual chalkboard, we need to keep a little count. Because your face got a little serious there for a second. Well, I was just pointing out that books have a long life. Supreme Overlord. Yes. So, what are you reading? So three things. Uh, first of all, I'm listening to, listening to, uh, to The Stolen Throne, it's a Dragon Age novel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It basically follows uh, some of the characters that... So Dragon Age Origin happens, and it's about, like, their parents. Like, there's some of, like, the characters... So there's some, like, context to a lot of what's going on in Origins in the series. And then, um, so for my birthday, uh, which happened, like, last week... Um, Happy birthday! Yay! Yeah. Um, Star Wars-related, I bought, or I will be buying... Uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, because <laughs> it's uh, it, it, I haven't played it yet, but it's been on my wish list for about the whole entire time, so I figure I might as well just get it out of the way. It's honestly not that bad. I'm no. just stuck on Kashyyyk. It's still and, a well lauded game and, and, too. And then I'm also they suffering lie. through. Oh, <laughs> I'm suffering through the Awakening from the Vampire Diaries because I decided I needed to watch the whole entire series. And I then, warned you. No, listen, 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 listen. I was like, I decide, I need to get some like book context because it's like you know you watch the Harry Potter movies and then sometimes you're like a little bit curious as to like if you've never read the books like what it's like. But that's Harry Potter, right? <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can't do it anyway. So I decided I'm, to do it. I hate it. I hate every single second of it. But I'm. So I'm gonna bad. finish. I'm gonna finish the you series anyways. <sighs> I'm gonna finish the series anyways. I just hate Elena, and that's it. Oh, she's so. <laughs> anyways, uh, Anthony, go ahead. Yes. Okay. I uh, I am currently. Oh God. I will say the least embarrassing thing first. <laughs> I am currently reading Craft in the Real World by Matthew Sellis. 
It is a fantastic attack on creative writing workshops and the project of writing in general, um, particularly if you're an American writer. It basically says, hey, that Western tradition of literature that you're so wedded to, you don't have to be. And here are all the reasons why not. And also creative writing workshop instructors do better. <laughs> um, it's great. He comes with receipts. He read like a thousand creative writing texts oh. before, like writing books. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. And he said the reason he ended up writing the book is because he hated all of them. Um, so he's like, all right, I'm doing this. And he's fantastic. The other thing that I'm reading is my own work because I earned it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's so good. It's great. Um, I'm bizarrely miffed at how sexist I was 10 years ago, but it was 10 years ago. And it wasn't like bad sexism. It was just like every girl in the book has a small curvy waist that the gay character mentions every time she shows up. And I'm like, that's stupid. We're getting rid of that. So, you know, there's those things. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes, but I'm reading it and enjoying it. And It just sounds like you've improved a description since then, perhaps. Yeah, and actually it's quite easy. It's just like t taking it out. It's like, yes. oh yeah, that's not necessary. And you remove it and you don't have to replace it with anything. Yeah. It's glorious. And I have yet to refer to his boyfriend by any of the like weird things that writers will use to describe black characters because guess what i don't have to <laughs> i love it it's so much fun <laughs> so there you go what's the dungeon master reading yes what are you reading the dungeon Ooh. master we we decided this ages ago you dungeon master here. dungeon daddy okay no no, no. first of all no. i'm turning the mic no. well there goes our no. there goes we got our no. first explicit absolutely not i hate it Get rid of it. Throw it out the window. I'm calling Jen. <laughs> email as we speak. Okay, to, can I, I double down on the creep factor a little bit? No. 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 Hear me out. Uh, what I'm reading right oh, now. Okay. Okay. You're reading something erotic then. No. <laughs> Oh, well, actually, yes, I am, but that's not on my Goodreads list, and I'm not going to bring that up on the title. Um, okay. Because it's... Oh, right. Uh, yeah. What are you reading? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A Boob's Life. Oh, yeah, The Boob's Life. Oh, How yeah. America's Obsession Shaped Me and You by Leslie Lair. Yeah. Um, it's... I'm not finished yet. It's... It's cute so far. Like, she's very... It's very biopic. She's talking about her life and growing up, uh, going into... Like, she... Her father collects Playboy magazines, and she's going through and looking through them. Hmm. Oh. And um, she has thoughts to say about Playboy magazine. And it, interjecting in between each... Um, this is kind of cool. Interjecting in between each chapter, she has factoids or timelines about various things, breast, brassiere, you know, related that... Um, I haven't like once I'm finished I'm gonna kind of like do a little bit of looking more into her just to kind of see like what else has she done who is she like um, but it's fascinating I'm enjoying it um, it's pretty neat other than that I'm not really reading or listening to a lot just mm -hmm. I I made a little pause I'm listening to a lot of podcasts watching a lot of YouTube videos in my kind of like just in the background because I'm I just needed to put a quick break because I felt like overwhelmed with all the stuff I was trying to read and listen to at one time over the past few weeks. <sighs> I'll pick something else out in the next few days. And uh, So some... what you're saying is the Starless Sea has put you in a solid reading slump. Yeah, it, I, I didn't want to say that. Um, <laughs> I did recently finish Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern. The prose is beautiful. Like if you deconstruct it to individual sentences, they're beautiful sentences. The descriptions are beautiful. It might be a 10-star book to other people, but no matter how good it was or like I wanted to think it was, I just didn't care. Sorry, Erin Morgenstern. I want to go back. I apologize to her. She wrote a bad book. Sorry. Queen, do better. Right? I want to read The Night Circus. We'll see if I love that. Um, but I'm waiting for a whole bunch of people to like in three years be like, you did, you promised us good writing. What's wrong with you? Do better. I'll take the criticism. But yeah, no, like <laughs> there were a few other books that I was finishing up at the same time. But once I finished with that, like I hit a point where I'm like, no, no, no audiobooks. I'm just gonna finish the boob book and then. Oh no! Like, like it just. Oh. Audience, you can't see it, but all of our faces just kind of like jaw dropped for a hot second. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. That is so painful. Can we discuss like my favorite childhood moments now? I just I just They're Star Wars. Really I wish I could show like a picture of Laverne 
on my on a podcast because I think the audience would be like, oh, you could bring out Rose and you know, it would be it would be it would be delightful. But speaking of cute things, who shot first, Han or Greedo? Han. Period. Point blank range. Because Greedo deserved it. Next. <laughs> That's the answer to the question. And all of you out there who think it's not, you're wrong. It's fine. I mean, looking at Han's character, it's very like easy to just automatically go, yeah, he shot first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm. I'm. I'm agreeing no, with right. you, but yeah, I'm I know. saying, like, I know. just the way that his character is. There is an actual clip. I, if I'm not mistaken, not to get well. Yeah, this is Star Wars. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Um, just give it to him, man. There's a. The discrepancy originally arose anyway because the original original film, which. Nobody has seen since 1977 because of the 1994, I think, something remakes that George Lucas did. Where but he I think even everything. I think even like if you got a copy, because I have recorded copies that were recorded well before that point, okay. like yeah. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to go back and dig them out to re- is who shot first in this recording. But I think he changed that scene. Yeah, he did prior to it going to like home video. Yeah. Um, the original, um, for example, in the original film, there's no Jabba. Right. There's no Jabba sequence at all. Which was, so that when you get yeah. to episode six, you're like, oh, that's Jabba? Oh. I feel like that's slightly, not necessarily a flaw. I like the version where Jabba's in the first film. I, personally. It, I. Um, I go back and forth for integrity reason. Integrity, I don't want it there. But I'm, how many times have I seen the original trilogy that I know very well who Jabba is? But I kind of like the surprise at the at, in Return of the Jedi. Um, but at this point, the, the knowledge is so firmly established in my mind that I don't even question it anymore. But here's the trouble. Here, speaking of integrity in this universe, here's the trouble with integrity in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. that makes it different than I think any other, certainly any other visual universe, but. Also different from like the Harry Potter, for example. J.K. Rowling has notes and notes upon notes where she can be like, actually, what I originally intended was what I wrote. You want to know why? Because I've got 13 drafts that say I meant this thing. Whereas George like made this movie that he hated when it went to theaters. Like he was like, it's not what I wanted. It's not my vision. I was fighting up. He wasn't necessarily fighting up against the clock because they gave him extra time. But like, there was a point at which he realized I don't have the tools because they don't exist right now for mm-hmm. me to make this thing the way that I see it in my head, which is why he keeps recutting them as the tools develop. Because he's like, I want this to be what I saw in my mind. And it's like, yeah, I get it, guy. Yeah. But you're an artist. We all go through this. Like, every novelist writes a book that is a pale comparison to what's in their mind when they first envision it. Get over it. <laughs> but you should, go ahead. There's a Wikipedia page for who shot first. Of course there I'm is. I'm not kidding. Is it, is it separate from Wookiepedia? Yeah, this is an actual Wikipedia article. Oh, it's separate from Wookiee. This is an actual Wikipedia article about That's Han, uh, who shot first. So, uh, according to the article, which does have actual sources in there, so yeah. so that's fun. Uh, the In the original original, so like this is before the 1997 like retool or whatever, Han shoots first... In the original, original, but in yeah, the cool. remake, he they change it so that it looks like Rito sh- shoots first. Yeah. Because they wanted to give him more of a Han, a better uh, look. Like it made it look like he like did more self defense. Yeah, sure. Um, but he's like a scoundrel. He's you know. Yeah, yeah. he's in fact a smaggler. And then why, um, yeah, exactly. apparently, so there was a Wapo article uh, where. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford did an AMA on Reddit, oh. and they asked him who shot first, mm-hmm. and he says in the version in his version when he was doing the scene, he tried to give it a wide, like difference, to make it seem that Greedo shot first, but like it just didn't happen that way, and that's just what he said. Harrison Ford, but is, it got changed. Harrison Ford is amazing as an interviewer. <laughs> Every time they give him a difficult Star Wars question, he's like. Hey, I'm a brilliant actor who did this brilliant thing. You're like, no, you didn't, you liar. <laughs> that's just what he says on the AMA, and I'm like, well, okay, that's fine. Have fun with that. But you can't argue with his track record. I mean, this is the guy who did like 
two decades of thrillers and then comes back as Indiana Jones and you're like he can do no wrong he can literally do no wrong well if he does this next Indiana Jones he's doing wrong potentially potentially we're talking about Star Wars we're not gonna fight about this today (laughs) next question please I I texted my friend for like what is a contentious Star Wars thing I can say because I don't know enough oh my goodness but I wanted to start a fight so do it do it so the question I was informed to ask was is Rey a Skywalker that's not really as contentious. Okay, first of all, you have to care. Because first off, yeah. no. <laughs> first, that's what she said you'd say. First of all, you have to care, and I don't. But however, I do... Here's the thing. Uh-oh. If the sequel cr- trilogy did what it was... Before, so- what could be like one person down next podcast? If the sequel trilogy was doing what it was supposed to do, <coughs> it should have told a found family story. It yes. did not... It tried and failed every single film, so that when you get to the line where she's like, what's your name? And she's standing in front of Luke's family home, Skywalker, and you're like, first of all, trash. You are trash for co-opting a name that is not yours. However, had you told the found family story, we should be crying there. But we're not, because that trilogy is trash. I repeat, send this to Disney. Let Kathleen Kennedy know. I'm calling out her name. Next question. I'm sorry. I get really... De- I- <laughs> See, I just said that Ray's a Skywalker in my heart, because I stopped watching after episode seven. So but that's because... Okay, exactly. In episode seven, you get the found family vibes. You really do. And then it all blows apart, because Kathleen Kennedy didn't do her job. I'm sorry. Ryan Johnson is partially at fault because he's a director that comes in and does what he's supposed to do. However, as Kevin Feige has said in multiple, multiple interviews, the whole point of his job is to make sure that when you hire someone to do a job, you let them know, you're playing in the MCU now. Here's what you can do, here's what you can't do, here are the things that we have to pull together. She didn't do her job. So the movie fails because he came and did his job, did what Ryan Johnson does, and then backed out because he was done. And she goes, Oh, well, I don't know. Like, I, I, we stand by the movie. Why do you stand by trash, ma'am? That is the brilliance <laughs> of the MCU because they have a point A, point B, point C, point, you know. Yeah. They, they have all the points. Yeah. Yes. They do. Do oh, they? They might oh, yeah. revise them before they come out, but they have yeah. a point A to okay. point Yeah. Again, I have not fully kept up with the MCU. Oh, you have to. <laughs> but I see enough on the internet that I've probably seen every single movie and enough gift sets online that I know the plot of everything. <laughs> Plot-wise, sure. I do think they have direction for where they want to take everything. Yeah. They don't write consistent characters from movie. No, movie. they don't. No, oh. But I think that's true. Yeah. I th- no, that's a very think, true. No, if you want to have a good movie series, you need consistent characters. I don't know how... I'm going to die on this hill. I don't well, know how true. I, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on Maybe. that because I criticized MCU at length for Thor Ragnarok being the shining example. But we're going to get back to Star Wars. I promise, dear listeners. I would say tone but, yeah. changes. I would not say their characters are poorly written. I would say that the... Actually, I would argue that their character's not poorly written. I will die on that hill because I love them. I'm not necessarily saying I don't love that characterization. Written. I'm just saying that, like, but that's everyone what... gets to play up their own. Like, no. When Are Director A comes in and goes, Are I see fighting? Captain America this way, you know, Chris it's Evans has to play him that way. But then when Director B comes in and goes, no, I see Captain America this way, Chris Evans has to play him that way. I think, again, that that is not a character shift so much as a tonal shift. Because all of them, they set out with this tonal shift in the beginning where each trilogy and each character has a certain like Hollywood style film that they're gonna have to hew to. And Ragnarok blew that apart and that was a mistake, hugely, despite how much I like the film. Thor himself, I probably, she did not go get popcorn, yes she did. Thor himself I think does feel different in that film. Due to the nature of the, the tone, but that's a tonal shift. It's not a character. No, his, his writing char- specifically. His character, his character arc is still intact. They're still moving him along the path of the. Okay, character. but it's a, it's a shallow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Never mind. Speaking of bad character arcs, can we talk about Luke Skywalker and oh, the Last Jedi? Yeah. He's a. Yeah. You go What's from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Yes. no. Oh, actually, this is directed yes. to you. I want to go. see your thoughts on this. Yes. You go from Return of the Jedi. Spoiler alert, too. If you haven't seen these films, get out from under the rock that you're living under and go watch the Star Wars films. Or, or if, honestly, maybe you've made a good choice. Or if you don't care, that's okay, too. Just. But, 
just Wikipedia the whole entire. Let's plot. not be toxic Star Wars fans. Yeah, there. It, I wish I had a little bell. Ding ding. People Shame. Deserve, people deserve um, the right to not be Star Wars fans. See, at that point, if you don't want to watch it, you just you know Wikipedia the whole entire plot like I did I mean, for the yeah, last movie because I didn't want to go see it. Fair. Yeah. Now, Which, Return of the Jedi. You have Luke. You know. He wants to save his father. There's still good in him. I can save my father. All this little wonderful jazz about and Darth Vader has killed millions, millions of people. And this is Luke Skywalker saying, there's still good in him. I can I can sense it. I can feel it. I know it. So he saves Darth Vader, arguably one of the most villainous he people in Star Wars. He can't even breathe at that point. <laughs> and then you have this little scene in Last Jedi. This done fool, he, he had a bad dream. I'm going to strike him down in his sleep to his nephew. Like, like you ruined the character of Luke Skywalker. Like he had a, this kid had a bad dream. I'm gonna let Lord Ish, my attorney, take this. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I feel he's got some. I I hope feelings. No. Okay. What do you want to know first? Okay. <laughs> well, yes. Ask me a question, and I'll I'll do it on that basis. Do you like it or do you not like it? Let's start with that. The movie. Last or? Jedi. Well, no. The scene. Oh, Characterization no. of Luke Skywalker. Are you familiar with the scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, do you, you think it was the, a bad the scene? The specific scene where, well, it's played multiple times from different perspectives, right? Right, right. Yep. Okay. Oh, sorry. So. <laughs> but it's garbage I, in both perspectives. I, no, an argument could be made that there's not, there's not enough motivation for his shift, at, similar to Anakin in episode three, where he kind of just... Murders a whole bunch of children. children. Thank you. Nobody has any good plot motivations in Star Wars? Wow. Okay, we're not going to go. It's almost like there's some bad writing for that. (laughs) Wow. But, uh, I don't know. As, as, it was hinted for me that as little overall direction as there was in the sequel trilogy, that was kind of a lot of the groundwork for where where they went with Luke's character in the last shadow was laid down in The Force Awakens. It really was. Yeah. Actually, if you That's watch... That's interesting. Yeah, in the fact that his disappearance and that his whole... His disappearance, you could get the vibe that he mm-hmm. he, he left the Jedi Order. But you yeah, also get reason. that vibe when, um, I think it's in the second, the second, eight, uh, Last Jedi? Last Jedi? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's where, forgettable. You can forget the name, it's fair. <laughs> where, um... That, we gonna fight. Where they have, one, like... No, oh, I'm sorry. Where they have, like, a... Bet Kylo talking about, or no, was it Luke that's talking about it? But they're talking about like they all talk about it at some point. But there's like the flashback scene where they're talking about like um why uh, Kylo Ren became like basically Kylo Ren. Yeah, so there's and yeah. You see like Luke going to like basically kill kill his, his nephew. nephew at that point. Right. Yeah, and, and he could have done us all a favor early on in this movie series. <laughs> yes, but here's the thing about. I feel like my to, to, needs to veer all. off of the Last Jedi because the Last Jedi is not the pinnacle of Star Wars. It's I think it's a brilliant film. I think that it is wrongly placed in that trilogy, and I think Kathleen Kennedy failed us all. Not just Ryan, not just the actors, not just the franchise. She failed every fan by letting that film be what it was because it didn't fit with the original vision of J.J. Abrams, and that's clear. You don't hire Ryan Johnson to do something with J.J. Abrams because they don't do the same thing. Right. You, you know, it's often that I argue last, like, particularly episodes one through nine, they are a spine. They are a backbone within the Star Wars universe, <laughs> and that is the yeah. Skywalker saga. Yes. And right. it weakened vertebrae, vertebra, uh, that it is, Force Awakens, at least still continues within that that backbone. It's still, it's it's not great, but then you have Last Jedi. As a film, it's a well done film. If this were an old Republic story, I think it would be a top tier Star Wars film for me. Mm. I, I, it would have to adapt a little bit because it's, it's... The Force Awakens is overrated. No, it's I meant really, like Last Jedi. So. I know. Yeah, but that, it, it is overrated. It's it's a, it is overrated, but at least it fits within the continuity of that backbone. Then you get to Last Jedi and it completely goes off the rails. I need to pull back out the popcorn at this point. I see okay. Anthony McDermott. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that, though. I would say that the one thing that The Last Jedi dares to do 
is make Luke like every other Jedi we have ever seen. And yes, baby, not baby Yoda, but yes, Yoda, baby, that includes you. Sitting there talking about, we should not train him, he's too old, and oh my goodness, he can't detach from his mother. And then he joins the Jedi anyway, because we can't let the chosen one out of our sight now that we've got him. We're gonna train him to hate people which is basically what the Clone Wars was supposed to do. He goes, he does the Clone Wars, he's a soldier extraordinaire, and they're like, something's wrong with him. This is not okay. The Jedi are turning terrible because of this war. And then what does, what happens? Anakin can't form attachments? He forms an attachment that he doesn't tell anybody about. But they're all like, hmm, we're suspecting some things over there, and we're blinded by the dark side. Like, they were just completely devoted to this one way of being mm -hmm. that got them all murdered by one of them own and instead one of their own <laughs> and instead of you know stopping that no obi-wan and yoda do the turfling and they double down like they're like oh it was wrong for us to do this in the first place so luke shows up on dagobah and yoda's like too old not training him and his daddy Nope, not doing that. But then what does he do? He trains him anyway. So then Luke turns around and goes, I'm gonna rebuild the Jedi and we're gonna have this great haven, which sounds amazing at the end of the Return of the Jedi because it's the arc. You get the great heroic Western tradition arc. It's amazing. But the truth behind that is Jedi gone Jedi because that's what Jedi do. I do want to jump. Okay, <laughs> that the fact that he didn't want the Jedi to continue in Last Jedi. Yeah, that I'm not taking issue with that. Okay, a lot of that, a, a lot of the stuff surrounding him was actually okay. It was pretty good. I I like Mark Hamill. I like Luke Skywalker. I'm talking about the isolated example of him killing his nephew. I think and I don't care that. I because here's why. Mm. First of all, mm. his daddy did it first. Second of all, because, okay, but this is the thing. The Skywalker, this is the Skywalker, they, this is what they do. The Skywalkers, the safest Skywalker in the universe was me. Why? Because she was a slave and they ignored her. This chick literally birthed him through the force. There was no father. She just, like, burped out a baby. Like, and it's like, dang, how, she was that strong with the force? Why didn't they pick her up? Because that, she was a slave a on a planet story. that wasn't in the Republic. They didn't care. That's but she Jesus might not have been story. that strong to begin with, anyway. I don't. I don't think so. I, I. This is a. This is my pet theory. This is not a fan theory that is out there because I don't think most people care. Because guess what? She was a slave. But if you think about the Jedi and the Republic's approach to Tatooine, Padme says it when they show up on the planet. She's like, "The Republic has anti-slavery laws. What do you mean you're a slave?" And she's like, "The Republic doesn't exist out here. Like, your money's no good out here. Like." We do it's an interesting theory. It's an interesting theory, and that's something I might want to revisit later on in my kind of like maybe rereading things or digging out new Star Wars books to read. I want to go to Grant because like, I don't know if you remember, like it was a couple minutes ago, but it looked like you were going to jump out of your chair. <laughs> yes. Um, we were going to. Like, and anyone that looked that animated, I need to hear what they hate. Yes. Kind yeah. of like a 360 spin Darth Sidious jump over the chair. Oh my God. Oh, please. Trash. Okay. No, but let's talk. Let's Grant, talk about Grant, 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 yeah, yes. Sorry, okay. Yes. What were we talking about? <laughs> the Last Jedi. Well, I mean, okay. So in the Last Jedi in general, the anarchist in me absolutely adores the Last Jedi, yeah. and the film lover in me absolutely adores the Last Jedi. Yes. <laughs> overall, the plot direction that they went with the sequel trilogy, trash, irredeemable. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I, I would, I would even make the Last Jedi non-canon. But fair. Oh, I'm so good. With this already. Bad trilogy that you're making. Yeah. Why not just have some renegade director come in and do a bunch of crazy stuff that I love personally? <laughs> just do his own thing. Because history's gonna prove me right. <laughs> what do you think? I, of, what do yes. you think of Solo? What do I think of Solo? I haven't seen it. Oh, I, don't I want, love I don't want. that movie. The fans hate it. Mm. I think y'all are wrong. Oh, as a, first of all, gone? first of all, as a story, it's trash. As a story, <laughs> it's solid. All of the beats are there. Everything is right. There's room for argument about did he play Han Solo well? I personally believe that he did, but I can understand any actor looking at that and saying, "Hey, there's this, 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 this that I don't think Han would have done. You shouldn't have recast him." Fine, whatever. I think you're wrong, but I'm I'm okay to argue with that. But the storyline is solid. We need to have a conversation about who played their respective homage character better, Brandon Routh, the Superman, or 
this useless actor in a solo film. Um, I, See, now I gotta I don't care enough about Superman to have that conversation. <laughs> no, I'm just, but you've seen the film and you like it. We both I, like I it. I do love that movie. Um, yeah. It's great. What was I gonna say? I, the only. There were some notes in Solo that I did appreciate. Mm -hmm. There were a few notes in there, but when I walk out of it, and the most memorable things to me are when a muddy Chewbacca beats the living hell beats the living hell out of Solo. Oh, that was great! That was a great scene because you see Chewbacca full on Wookiee mode, just like ready to like rip this guy's arms and head clean off. Yeah, and I also like the little at the end of it. The do we want to spoil it? There's a little cameo at the end of it. When he's talking to Amelia Clark's character. If y'all haven't seen Solo. Darth Maul shows up. Yeah, that was cool. Yay! That was kind of a neat little like, ooh! Darth Maul ooh. is the only successful retcon in the Star Wars universe. And he's had a hell of a... Like, he's had a brilliant retcon. Like, he's he, he was supposed to... Do you know the be, guy with the horns on his head? The I red, know black Darth tattoos, double. Yeah, we all know who Darth Maul is. Come on. He was wasted. Yeah, he was... We love Darth Maul. We love Darth Maul. You know, okay, when when I did he had a presence in that... I agree. Yeah. He's one of the few good things about this. So that's interesting. Okay, so I, I have a thing. That works. So Darth that wasn't part of my homework. As a kid. It's fair. Darth Maul as a character in that first film, because a lot of people have talked about how... He was wasted because he's this brilliant fighter. This he's got this great presence. He's a just a great villain in a movie. But I think one of the best pieces of writing George Lucas ever did was recognizing that you can't keep him. You have to get rid of him in order for everything else in yeah. that trilogy to work. I can agree with this. Um, otherwise, you're gonna have an Anakin facing down Darth Maul moment, and. Nobody's gonna believe that. I don't care if he does become Darth Vader. Like if you pit, if you put Darth Vader and Darth Maul in a cage match, Darth Maul comes out swinging. Like he's, it, it's the end of Darth Vader. So you have, you have to kill Maul. Um, making Obi Wan do it was the stroke of genius, because Qui Gon's the out guy. Obi Wan has to step up and claim his role as the Ben Kenobi that we know him as. As the mentor. So for, right. So for Obi Wan to best this veritable monster. I was going to use a swear word. Um, <laughs> Bamf. For him to do that, that. Sam Jackson voice implied. That, right. That gives you a great nod to the Ben Kenobi who, you know, walks out and is like, face me, Vader. I will become more powerful than you can ever imagine. And you're like, he became a ghost. Look at Ben. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's great. I'm sorry. I. Can you tell who my favorite character is? I no. When I tell you, <laughs> Kenobi, every episode, it could be the worst written trash. I'm gonna bawl. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna scream to the heavens. I like hope it's, it's good. I, it I really be good. hope it's so good. It better be good, because you and McGregor hasn't separated himself. So I'm imagining that it's good. And it's the return of Hayden Christensen. <laughs> ah, An underrated contribution to Star Wars. Like a lot of his directing, like the directing he received, probably was a little bad, and the writing probably wasn't the best. But altogether, I thought he did a good job. I just love that his Anakin. I think his writing was terrible. I have the I have the advantage of having seen Hayden Christensen's pre Star Wars film, in which he and it's my it's my favorite film of all time, um, Hmm. largely because of Hayden Christensen. He just plays that character of like a tortured teen whose dad is dying, um, is brilliantly. He's such a good actor, but the writing. First of all, the writing in Star Wars is in that yeah. trilogy is tough. But also, there's a difference between that kind of film, the independent, like, we're going to shoot a film in California and your dad is dying of cancer over the summer and he doesn't tell you and you have to play this teen who's reconnecting with him. That's a whole different box to put someone in than, all right, we're going to give you a prop. This is your prop. It doesn't look like a prop, but it's a prop. you got to swing it this way, that way, and that way so we can catch these, you know, moments yeah. so that yeah. our tech guys can give you the right proper swords. And, like, everything you have to do against a green screen is totally different. And you have to know how to play that up. And I think that because that was his first time doing that, a lot of his instincts failed him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but in, in the the fighting in that was like I, I think no matter how much no matter how much people could criticize, and I will not disagree with any criticism of Phantom Menace. But I'm like I went into that film wanting to see Jedi looking super fly. I saw Jedi looking super fly. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted, 
And people that argue, I'm like, it's your whiny attitude that led to the poor, crappy choreography in the new trilogy. But we won't go into full oh, that. Oh, oh. oh um, that I did want to say something about Hayden. <laughs> like a lot of criticisms at the time were like, we don't want to see a whiny like the you know trilogy um, prequels. They they didn't like seeing a whinier Anakin Skywalker. And here's my thought on this. Like, okay, wasn't you Luke have... also very whiny? So I mean, it's very much a Skywalker yeah, trait at this well, point. That's fair. But I think a lot of people in realize that before he was in that suit, he was a human. On. He was a hero. He was like what? I think like and a lot of the we could even bring up the uh, the expanded universe. We have we some of us. Wars. Some Star Wars, Wars? fans have Clone meta Wars? knowledge. Clone Wars, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Oh, I love Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is not my favorite, but he's the best Star Wars character that ever breathed. Yeah, he's Baby Yoda. Come on, he's the best. Yeah, even he's better than Ben. Yeah, he's better than Ben. <laughs> Ben's my favorite. Okay. Um, arguably, Ahsoka is actually better, but she's a grown up. We Baby love Ahsoka. Yes, we love ourselves Ahsoka. Ahsoka Me. is the queen. Oof. If we could put together, we. You know, what I'm really gathering on this entire episode, we need to have another one. <gasps> oh, we need to retitle this episode. It's no longer Attack of the Nerds. We need to, like, mirror the episodic release of the films. <laughs> so we could create trilogies of no. Star Wars-related podcasts. Once a year. Once a year, we'll do Once a year. Once a year. Well, yes, of course, because May the 4th comes around every year. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Um, it's going to be... No, I, 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 I don't care. Like five years from now, we're still finishing off our trilogy of trilogies podcast. I could be somewhere else in the world. I will come to Adrian. We for, will yeah. Zoom. We will Discord the call. No. I mean, yeah. I, to your point about the Anakin of the prequels, I think that I never had an issue with his arc because there's an arc. People wanted to see Darth Vader. You got Darth Vader at the end of the movie. Get over it. Um, that's how I feel. <laughs> um, that's a, they, they actually got to see him before the suit, too. He was Darth Vader. Yeah. No, he was. He was. And that's... That's why, like, even the scene, like, I maybe the Ugh. maybe the writing of him killing the kids was a bad Stupid. scene. Stupid. But so then again, bad. he's full on uh-uh. dark side mode. Uh-uh. He's just killing no. anything to do with the Jedi. Uh-uh. Anything that makes him relive. No, no. It's, because it's let like me a jump no. from zero like to thank you. <laughs> first of all, first of all, it's a jump from zero to hundred. Second of all, Palpatine has not banked on any of his promises at this point. You promised Anakin the power to save his wife. His wife is in oh, trouble. Oh, it comes later. Training. His wife. Bye. His wife is in trouble now. Anakin has been a general. Like, he has pulled off incredible feats. They all talk about it. Not just the galaxy, but the Jedi in general. The Jedi Council, even Obi-Wan is like, yeah, it's ridiculous that we haven't put you on the council except to trick Palpatine because we don't trust him. That is crazy. You do need to be on the council, but he isn't. Because they don't trust him either. The zero to but he also doesn't, really, he do, okay, if he's not on the council because he doesn't, Display or exemplify so many of the core things that the maybe their uh, maybe their mindset is flawed, but he doesn't embody so many of the core things that they want. I don't he think is, that's true at all. I think that Kiati Mundi is basically an older Anakin because he was the warrior Jedi, because he also was talked about in the, as you know a great general of the Clone Wars, a tactician, mm-hmm. all of those things. Anakin's just younger. They just don't trust him because of the whole chosen one thing. He was too old when they tried. I mean, there's a lot of, like, the Jedi are trash. We're just going to go there. But the Jedi Order. The Jedi, yes. The, mm. Old Jedi Order. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi are trash. Wait a minute. First off, we can't listen to Mr. Imperial. Imperial well, what is, well, what's just a but, 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 <laughs> but, wait, but my point, my point is that, like, there's no, there's no time in the film to build it. So I can understand why he just went for it. Yeah. He took the risk. Fine. The failure is in character execution. Anakin Skywalker is going to see the faces of his future children in these Jedi children because Anakin Skywalker is not going to birth children and not train them as Jedi, period. So the idea that he would so quickly on the behest of a man who has never delivered on his promises go, sure, I'll do what you want me to do. I got it. I'm going to jump from this one order that is corrupt to someone who is literally a dictator. Uh Uh-uh. I don't buy it. It doesn't work with his character. However, in the Clone Wars, they pull it off. 
because they personalize it. It may they make it about Ahsoka and her disappointment in Anakin. She even goes, I can't believe he would do something like that. Whereas everybody else, the whole Jedi Order is like, we knew it, knew we shouldn't have trained him. He's a bad egg from the beginning. Like, I think I think oh. I think in the Clone Wars with Ahsoka too, like, and personalizing it. Yeah, you can really see the fact that like. <clears throat> At that point, Anakin does feud with himself. He's feuding with himself. Exactly. Of thing. Like, yes. We're piggybacking off the, like, seeing your kids in, like, all these other kids. Like, you can't, like, not think that there wasn't a moment where he's doing this and he's just thinking, I'm killing all these kids. Like, I'm crossing and over. Th- yeah. There's a line here yeah. in, like, my kids who are already on the way might. But that's. I. Like was he? I see the point you're trying up? to make, but I don't think it really applies here. Mm. He's so selfish. No, he's, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he literally <laughs> is not. That I will argue this all day long. Anakin Skywalker is wholly misconceived by a great deal of people who do not like the Anakin Skywalker character. Anakin Skywalker is one of the most selfless Jedi on the Jedi Order. The Jedi Order is a completely self-absorbed order from the beginning. Palpatine got that right because they're all like, "What's well, um." be within ourselves. We're a holy order of people who aren't supposed to. And the war, they find, is a ruin of their higher ideals as Jedi. But if you sit Yoda down for two seconds, be like, so what's going on with us? Like, what is the problem? And he's like, I don't know. We're lost. We're dark. This is terrible. But let's not tell anyone. We need people to trust us. They're surreptitious. Whereas Anakin's like, yo, we're here to protect people. Yo, we're here to do our jobs. We need to help. Because remember why he but became a Jedi in the first people, place. But his protection of people, his altruism extends to a point. Does but it? But at the end of the day, like, by virtue of him becoming Darth Vader, you see that <laughs> simple virtue of him becoming Darth Vader. He demonstrated that I'm going to be all this hero thing, but when push comes to shove, I'm going to protect what's mine. No, because Anakin his, the fate of the galaxy was more the galaxy sure you know But the point, no, 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 Anakin. Way. But here's the point: Anakin considers the galaxy his. That didn't even come here. Not just, <laughs> not, yeah. It's because it's, it's, it's. I'll give you an example from. Give a, me some of that popcorn. I'm tired of this fool. I'll give you an example from the original trilogy because thank you. They are so well written. When Darth Vader looks at Luke and he says, "Join me," and together we will rule the galaxy. And you connect that directly to the Anakin Skywalker who's looking at his mother with all the power in the world and he cannot save her. His entire motivation, character motivation is, and in his conversations with Padme in the meadow, they were poorly written, but the whole point of that conversation was him to say, was him saying, if it takes one man with enough power who cares about the galaxy to save it, that one man has an obligation to do it. And she looks at him and she goes, so is it gonna be you? And he's like, hey, if I gotta do it, I'm gonna do it. This whole talking things to death and being a counsel, he is talking about becoming a dictator. And that's a really terrible line politically. But if you consider that this was a boy who was utterly powerless to change his own town, community, the life of him and his mother and the planet, you give him the reaches of the galaxy, and he believes in the Clone Wars because he's like, hey, people need protection. People need us. This is what we're supposed to do. What do the Jedi care about? Not that. They care about preserving their holy order. I th- Kill them all. So in what, Balance so, the Force. So like, in other words, we're saying, watch the Clone Wars, people. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, yes. <laughs> I think the vast majority of, this, of all this disagreement falls squarely on George Lucas's shoulders. Oh, sure. The, well, the execution well, of the prequel trilogy. I agree. Because yeah. he had good ideas, and like, because mm-hmm. we we can talk about how the Jedi Order was imperfect and everything, but trash. He alludes, if he does allude to to it at all in the, in the in the prequel trilogy, he does it very, very vaguely and very, very yeah. poorly. And yeah, it's up to us to kind of. Which I think is I think is just a different style of storytelling than we are used to these days. These days, you know, J.K. Rowling spoiled that she gave us everything. I mean, she didn't leave no stone unturned, no room for articulation. If some nerd person says, hey, this is how it goes, it's like, no, it doesn't, because on page 355 of Order of the Phoenix, this character says this. Whereas prior to that, yeah. particularly in cinematic storytelling, you didn't give the viewer everything. You wanted this. You wanted a room full of fanatics arguing about every yeah. little line. And that's it's awesome. It's it really amazing. I, yeah. I get that, yeah. but I don't think that's what he was trying to do with the prequel trilogy. I think really it's just a failure on his... 
you know, as far as his directing goes. I do think that people pitch him a little too wrongly. I think that there are great flaws in that prequel trilogy, but everything holds together. It all stacks up. It's all there in a weird Doctor Who-esque kind of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Like, it's just kind of, you're like, is that what that's trying to do? And then you watch it for the 15th time, and you're like, oh, all those conversations between Yoda and Mace, that's just him trying to establish the Jedi Order, like, what they think. Oh, that makes sense. If and it you takes to, you like, 15 watches, is that not kind of a failure as a film? I don't know. I mean, maybe. It depends on the film. It I mean, depends on the film. Like, these are like pulpy. Where's the eject button? Like, <laughs> there's a, right, they're supposed to be pulpy, fun, Gen- kids, Like, movies. listen, okay, I'm not saying you, like, yes, there are some movies that are made that, like, when you get to the end, you're like, I never saw that coming the first time. You have to go back and rewatch it once or twice, mm-hmm. see how the mystery works. But if it all takes you like 15 times of going but back and rewatch watch it, a Star Wars movie 15 times to make I, the plot make sense. That's a Okay, but here's but here but 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 uh uh no, I will catch you out on this. That is literally like saying, hey. Literary realist book to the left is so deep I had to read it 15 times and nobody questions that. You're like, of course you did because it's a literally realist novel. If I have to read a romance novel 15 times to catch some things, let me read it 15. I'm good with that. And people will say, well, why would you do that? That's a failure of craft. I'm like, no, that's just a deep romance novel. Like, I think it's people look at Star Wars and they look at the hype and they look at the popularity of it and they look at the two hour structure and they're like, that's just pulp fiction. And I'm like, is it though, or is it actually de- reaching no, no, back no. to richer traditions of storytelling that we're not a- swimming yeah. in anymore? I will say so you have some, to. Yes, Sorry. I will get some hypocrisy in my end because I've used that kind of <laughs> argument to defend the Last Jedi, where people say that it is trying to make a comment on the series itself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which which it is, but. Yeah. Um, or, or they say that it shouldn't because because of Star Wars. And then I, then I say like, oh, you know, it doesn't. Star Wars doesn't have to be that. But right. Anyway, but but, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. It, it's so confusing and sad. <laughs> no, it makes me this sad. This is why we need multiple Star Wars episodes. I love that. Say no, it right I, now. <laughs> if you want to rewatch a Star Wars movie fifteen times, great. And if you I get do. and if you get something new out of it every single time, I do think that is an interesting way that a story works. <laughs> but if you're like, oh, I finally realized the grand meaning behind. <laughs> Star Wars, okay. 15 watches it in, is, is a, you're pulling things out of your butt. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I really don't think so. I really think, because I, th- I think that a well-crafted, well-told story does that. Can I, th- I, can, I, th- can I jump for a second? Yes. <laughs> it's a popcorn blockbuster film. No! No! <laughs> no, it's, it is a well-crafted story. It really is. I mean, it really is a wonderful story. But at the end of the at the end of the day, it's at its roots. I don't think Star Wars, when it came out in '77, foresight. You know, they sure. yeah. they don't have you know clairvoyance. They sure. He did not play. No one played. In fact, That's true. everything I know historically, they expected this film to fail. They did. Yeah. yeah. There was so much said against it. Yeah. So I don't think it was like almost like a, a last hurrah. Let's make this film. Yeah. Get this thing out there just to, you know, whatever. Um, it was created as a singular kind of thing. I mean, he did have notes. He did have ideas. He did have a, a story point he was going to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can walk in, you can walk out, you can enjoy it, isolate it as a film. You might hate it. It doesn't matter. But I'm gonna walk. Like I didn't say I wasn't born yet. But you can walk in, you can sit down, you can watch it. Like oh, that was cool, Starfighter. Oh, that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, I can kind of see. Oh, there's Darth Vader. Yeah, my kids like him. Or yeah, I see. You know, you can enjoy it. You can love it. But there are some people who are gonna criticize it and think it's a failure of storytelling. But like every time. I watch it, and I am a meta fan, you know, I'm Star Wars super fan, and a lot of my knowledge and stuff and their arguments that I'm going to pull from comics, graphic novels, expanded universe, and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I have literally seen these films hundreds, Woo! hundreds of times, not counting the new trilogy, but the other six, um, I've seen hundreds upon hundreds of times. I've seen those a lot, too, though. And it only makes me love it more. Even the stuff that I hate, I love. If yeah. that makes any kind of weird sense, because this is, I'm, I mean, in some cases, I'm reliving my childhood. I watched Phantom Menace. You know, like, as much as I like to criticize the film, I also love it. But I can remember skipping school, taking the day off from work with my friends, Ryan Krasm, shout out, Broski. You know, I got you. We skipped school. No work. We saw it five times opening day. You know, obsessive nerds. We are geeks, and I'm. We're proud. There. Okay. Yeah. There's something to be said for 
the love that it makes you feel. But personally, and I always get those feelings yeah. too, but I hate doing this because it feels like I'm pulling rank, but <laughs> I'm a storyteller. I'm gonna do it. As a storyteller, yeah. I've had to watch it more times <laughs> under that umbrella and cut the fanboy off. Like I've had to go, you sit over there in a corner somewhere back in 2000, wherever, when you first saw this, yeah. there's no room for nostalgia here, sir. We're watching this as a like, put on the storytelling cap and let's like break this thing down. Let's take notes. Which is why I'm saying there are huge flaws in that uh, prequel trilogy. There are minor flaws in the original trilogy. It's so well crafted. Um, he also begs, borrows, and steals from everywhere, but that's fine. Well, that's, he's, he's, that's, that's, story, that's storytelling, right? He's so upfront he, about it. Yeah, and he is. It's that storytelling. He crafted it beautifully. The prequel trilogy has incredible moments of infrastructure and architecture. It's brilliantly put together. There are, unfortunately, some also cataclysmic moments of character development. Anakin Skywalker, that <laughs> if he had taken, if he had just sat down and rewritten Anakin's character arc one more time, tightened it up one more time, really? he would have gotten yeah. there and the whole thing would have hung together. You don't even have to change the structure of the three films. You just have to change the words you put in Anakin's mouth, the way yep. that you, the responses that he has to different things. You have to give him just a skosh more agency and you have the hero that falls because that's what we don't get in that original yeah. in that prequel trilogy we don't get the hero that falls we get the child who was a slave who wants to save everybody who all of a sudden wants to save his wife and laughing dark side man and okay sure I'll join you with no motivation there's no character motivation really quick there. here's because we gotta wrap this up really quick but yeah. here's where I'm, I'm gonna throw your storytelling <laughs> rank pulling out the window Sure. Because whether you go in, you like it or you hate it, there are people out there that hate the films. There are storytellers. There are people that love the films. Sure. And they don't apply a critical analysis to the film. They just either like it or they don't. They Sure. So really, from Star Wars as a general thing, it's... It's a good story. I, I'm going to say it's it, oh, I think largely it's, it's a great storytelling <laughs> example of storytelling and fantasy and space operas and all that jazz. But at the mm -hmm. end of the day, appreciation of these films, many of these people, they're not applying the same level of storytelling analysis. But many of them are because many of them are writers of the Star Wars universe. Top but it doesn't make it doesn't make the person who is applying a storytelling analysis writer. I wasn't saying I was more right. I'm just saying well, that you, I was just saying, rank. I'm just saying that as a I'm saying what I'm viewing as a storyteller is yeah. different than what I'm viewing as a fan yeah. person. As a fan, I don't care. Literally. I the don't care that Rogue One has a major major plot problem, which is why people just love the film anyway. They're like, "We love this. This is brilliant." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's it's not good. It's half good." It's okay, but as a fan, I'm like, yes, yes, I want more. Mm -hmm. There's a difference there, and I'm just recognizing the difference because I'm both people. I get to do that. Man, I'm That's glad I brought saying. popcorn in today. <laughs> Tune in next year. Yeah, I, got, I mean, all right, so before we stop, though. We got a smack. Wait, what? Listen, go ahead. Before we stop, though. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Padme, and why are you gonna kill Padme? I'm looking at you, Anthony, because I know you said this earlier. I don't know if we were recording, but you said it. I'm throwing it at you. You're right. I, I, can I? Yes. I'm going to jump. I'm gonna, why, why we're going to kill Padme. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to try it. Because as presented. Fuzzy. Yes. Like, in, as presented in films, she's not that engaging with character. I mean, <laughs> she has moments. I'm... I, 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 no. Um, ooh, um, we're not having another, we are not having another two hour discussion. She's not Princess Leia. So there are moments where you go, that's her mama? No. But to say she's not, who help me, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I am changing my answer. I was already waffling. Wait, where, where you are? Where, I was already waffling wait, can when I you asked me the question. Are you, are you going to marry Obi-Wan? I can't anymore because I don't, here's the okay. problem. Obi-Wan is, as much as he is my favorite character. Okay. Obi-Wan is fundamentally flawed. He is everything okay. the Jedi want him to be. He has molded himself and shaped yeah. himself to be that. And as we have established, Jedi are trash, <laughs> period. 
So Dog. therefore, Obi Wan is trash. You kill him, just mm. like Palpatine mm. said. So, you don't side with Palpatine, do it. But you kill Obi Wan. You have a good old time with Padme because she got work to do. Can, can Go just, save our galaxy. Can, can we marry Anakin? Please? We can marry Anakin. Yes. An- Anakin is Bay. Anakin will literally protect you and the galaxy at the same time. No, if, no, if, if, oh, yeah, he'll, he'll kill your child if he gets. Will he? No, no, because no, he's not let Bay save no one. <laughs> Okay, first of all, first of all, we've already established that, that was just not in his character. Oh, but it is, because it exists. It's in his character, because it happened. You can't take it out. Yes, no I can. Many, no, can't. It's there. Because it exists, he was, it because the writer was wrong. It's so Therefore, you know, I'm gonna, if I, if, it's called headcanon. Anyone here familiar with headcanon? Yes. Thank you. I'm just... <laughs> yes, but I can't watch that on my television. <laughs> I just, I'm, just, I'm just saying that... I, I want to expletive, expletive, expletive. <laughs> I'm saying that That's this is why expletive. this is why the Star Wars fan base is the most toxic fan base in the fan base community. Oh, you are right. Because we don't have, we don't allow, we don't allow for headcanon. We hate headcanon. We're like, no. In article so and so, so and so, in the Lando thing that was published in 1983, it says that Lando Calrissian only wears purple suits. So Lando Calrissian must wear purple suits. And you're like. Excuse me, who cares? Like, headcanon says that Lando is a girl. I don't care. Like, (laughs) that's going too far. But my point is, like, every other fandom allows for headcanon. Star Wars fandom is like, nope, we have expanded universe for that. We will answer all of your questions. No, I think headcanon is, I think headcanon is all well and good. I think it it is. That's because you're not a toxic Star Wars fan. Isn't expanded universe just technically all headcanons anyways? No. No. Now it is the original Legends, like the Thrawn trilogy and all that stuff is... I mean, it's actually the Thrawn trilogy was dra- grafted in, but <laughs> but I know what you're saying. I know where you're going. I still argue. You know. I mean, all intellectual property stuff is just legalized fan fiction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's all made up. We can think whatever we. I want. agree exactly. <laughs> that's what. That's fan the whole. Fiction, pr- then technically, yes. there's headcanon. That's the whole principle but, you know. of headcanon. Also, Smack is definitely headcanon. Yeah. My Anakin saves the galaxy. My babies and me. Okay. Period. Because yeah. we killed Obi Wan, who is really the problem here. Padme saving the galaxy in the Senate. Go ahead, be Maxine Waters, girl. I love it. <laughs> Anakin is protecting me and making me feel loved and special, and we can travel anywhere we want because he's a Jedi. Nobody and in their right mind falls in love with Anakin Skywalker when Obi-Wan Kenobi's around. Next question. Trash. No. 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 Obi-Wan no. is, because Obi-Wan's never going to return your love. Anakin will break his entire philosophy of the Jedi Order I think after just the fall of the Order, you. Obi-Wan had the capacity, and there are elements of him... Oh, yeah, he had the capacity to break it, but he didn't. That's my point. He molded himself after the Jedi Order. He wanted desperately to be what he became. Yeah. That's fine, boo. Die. <laughs> Die. You don't deserve to live. Like, bye. We don't have, have room for the Jedi So instead anymore. you marry a man who commits genocide. Sure. Okay. Thank okay. you. My, but like, no matter but, how much I love but, but, Skywalker, but, it's the end of the day. We, okay, but... but we, <laughs> <laughs> extenuating circumstances. Genocide is an extenuating circumstance? Achilles committed genocide. <laughs> I forgot that you have bad taste in Apparently I have a pattern here. <laughs> I just don't think... I, so do I. There's, 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 there's a richer character motivation there. There just is. He was a general anyway. But he's He'd still... He <laughs> slaughtered a village as a teen... Like, like, he's 17, 18 years old. He slaughtered a... And not just the men and the women, the children. You know, come yeah, on. Yeah, you knew... She knows. Oh, yeah, she knows. We, I mean, we know. We, I mean, because it's a prequel trilogy, we know what happens to this man. You can't let him go. You can't marry I mean, maybe you want to marry him because you want someone who's going to slaughter, like, an entire legion of people when they slight you. Not to that degree. I just... But then you're talking Anakin Skywalker. I know. Okay, I, I know. It, I'm talking... Time out. But I'm talking, out, clone, I'm talking Clone Wars Anakin. Oh. Time out. You time gotta out, watch Clone Wars. Time out. I, I do. Let's I do. I, but like, listen. Well, where's the RuPaul coming here? The library is open. <laughs> you know. I'm literally about to throw popcorn at you. Stop. But listen. What if us marrying him stops the genocide from happening in no, the first place? Okay. Don't like, got no, it did it. Don't got his white friend. No. No. That initiated the genocide. That is no. That is but, no. But if we're doing the head candid talk over here, it can work. Aaron, your I, love can't fix him, okay? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That, 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 no. That, no. that we won't do. By the way, you're going to need a bleep at some this. point. <laughs> I just swore you'll need a bleep at some point. Yeah. Next yeah. next story yeah, I, special, we should just stick to the original trilogy in the books. So we can all talk about it. We can all be happy to talk about it. <laughs> what if I only care about the Mandalorian and his son? 
Oh yeah, we never oh, even got to the Mandalorian. We get to the Mandalorian. I've watched two seasons of this. You know, we we need to craft, because I feel like this is maybe you need to like off the book-ish. Um, <laughs> like a, a special like off the episode.